From a model's perspective, this is Model Light with Melissa and Lila, a podcast dedicated to shining a light on all parts of the beauty, modeling, and fashion industry. Unless you're actually in lingerie, walking around on snow, trying to model and look cute, but you're freezing to death, you don't really know what that feels like until you've actually done it. Welcome back to Model Light. So I'm sitting here with Melissa. Hi, guys. And... And today we are actually going to start a series of best and worst mm-hmm, jobs. Mm-hmm. And um, today we're going to talk about Melissa's worst job. Oh my god! Yes, there's probably meant a lot more than just one, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna nail it down. There's actually two. There's two, but I'm gonna um, I'll talk about the one that kind of is. <laughs> The most painful, I guess. Um, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The ones that come to mind right away, they were, oh gosh, they were actually, there's two that kind of like mentally scarred me, I guess. What? (laughs) Uh, And they were both with the same client. Um, I had a client that was booking me regularly for their campaigns every year. And the last one was kind of like, you know, I, I love you guys and you're like family after all these years, but I can't do this anymore. Um, cause it was, it was pretty intense. Um, so what was it? What kind of job was it? Was it a photo shoot? Was it a show? What was it? It would be, um, it was a two day job where one day was campaign print and okay. one day was internet. Okay. And, um, I was in Europe And it's a lingerie company. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, I'm like, which one should I start with? When I hear that word, I just just go, like, my mind just, I I don't know. I had goosebumps for a second there. Well, we'll start with the, I guess, the easiest of the worst was, um, and there's not a whole lot to it other than the client had this amazing creative idea of how incredible it would be to have a beautiful woman in lingerie in the snow. Oh my word. (laughs) And that's fine when it's one or two shots and you have like a team of people throwing blankets on you in between shots. Um, but it was me, uh, my photographer his assistant, and my makeup artist who kept throwing a robe at me in between shots. And it wasn't a couple of shots. It was a 12-hour day. It was intense. And um, it actually got to the point where my agent came down to set and kind of shut it down. Um, The makeup artist was having a hard time because I kept turning purple. I mean, frostbite. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> I remember when we're getting ready um, to go to go out. We're in we're inside a studio doing the hair and makeup, and we have little heaters and hot chocolate and coffee and all that. 
and the photographer is going outside and he's getting, he's doing the location shots, right? Like, okay, this is where we're going to do this shot. This is where we're going to do that shot. He comes back out, back inside completely bundled up with his scarf and his, his beanie and all this stuff. I can't even imagine. He sat down next to me and looked at me in the eyes really quiet. So the client, so the client went here and said, I'm scared for you. I was like, what? What do you mean? Because I didn't really, I mean, I knew we were shooting outside, but I didn't really realize we were going to walk like four blocks from the yeah, studio. You know what? <laughs> Unless you're actually in lingerie, walking around on snow, trying to model and look cute, but you're freezing to death, mm-hmm. you don't really know what that feels like until you've actually done it, yeah. right? So that is just impossible, but... I mean, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, 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 no. I mean, the thing is, as models, we're no stranger to cold, right? We're up at three, four in the morning getting our hair and makeup done so that we're ready for that first light. We're in bikinis in the middle of the ocean in wintertime, you know? Exactly. So -hmm. we're no stranger to that. The difference is... When you're doing those jobs where you know you're in the cold, your your team and your production is prepared. Um, I can't tell you how many times I would jump out of a car that would be kept running with the heater mm-hmm. blasting. I jump out, get the shot, jump back in the warmth, and then you mm-hmm. would rotate models. You know, and the reason for this is because it's exhausting to be cold. So your model is ruined (laughs) within a few hours because when you're cold you I mean that's what I've struggled with in the past it's like I couldn't even there was a part of me that was such a trooper in in situations I've had situations like these obviously where I was freezing to death off the top of my head photo shoots in San Francisco on a foggy day um Carl the fog being relentless yeah I like it was just not fun and then you're supposed to look cute everybody gets mad at you when they see that you're not having fun but at the same time it's like I cannot be having fun right now because literally I'm freezing I've been here for I don't know how many hours so like it doesn't bother me to like go out and shoot in the cold per se but what bothers me is when you've shot in the cold for two hours and they're still we're trying to get more shots like we already have a million great shots but you want to get more shots and so that's when the frustrating part comes in Absolutely. Like you have to be given a break from the cold. Like you have to be able to wrap up in a blanket, get in a warm car, go back in the studio in between shots. And then that's when the clients that do provide that, like they, they know they're, they don't know because they're not standing in the lingerie with you out in the cold or the bathing suit or whatever. But they understand that we're human and that that's super uncomfortable. And the clients that provide that, like, by no means is our job easy. You know, like we have to, we work in the elements for the most part, unless you are in a studio job. But when you're shooting a lot of campaigns, you're, you're dealing with the elements. You're dealing with the wind and the cold and sand and weird places and, you know, other things that are very uncomfortable. When you have a production with you that understands that and you, and you rotate models and you work with that, then yeah, that's at the end of that day, they're like, you're such a trooper. And it's like, yeah, because yeah. you did push yourself to get those shots and to deal with yeah. those elements, but it was tolerable enough to survive. When you throw yeah. someone in the snow in lingerie for four hours, it's not tolerable to survive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how did that day end for you? I mean, it was a 12 hour day. You were basically in the cold and I mean, I, I can't even imagine what you must've felt like at the end of that day, so, to be honest. Okay. My agent showed up on the shoot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
the first four hours. Yes. 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 Good agent. My power. Yes. Good agent. Yes. My power agent. Good agent to the rescue. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, wow. I just like blew the mic Thank out. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So the, the, the cold, the lingerie and the snow part was only like the first, like maybe three, four hours of the morning. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even, I, I'm, the photographer must have called my agent or something because he showed up and there was a, um, conversation in a language I didn't understand. Um, and in then, Italian. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. It wasn't Italian. <laughs> it wasn't Italian. Okay, yeah, I'll just, <laughs> it wasn't Italian. Okay, good. <laughs> Hashtag. The Italian job. No, Just kidding. It wasn't even in Italy. Literally the movie, The Italian Job. Yeah. No worries. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So um, they had a conversation in a language I couldn't understand. And then the um, the shoot kind of changed. They were like, okay, let's go shoot. We went inside of a restaurant and some other places. And then they started – like there was still outdoor shots, but they – changed it to where we would do one of the shots indoors, one of the shots outdoors, and it became more tolerable. It was still freezing. It was still exhausting. And it was still a 12-hour shoot day in lingerie. How old snow. were you? Um, What year was that? I think I was 18. You were 18? I think I was 18. Well, because wow. I worked with this client for six years. So I started under. Really young. Yeah, yeah. under 18. I, I was 16 or 17 when I start with this client. Yeah. Yeah. So my agent showed up on the shoot and I don't really, I don't know how he got the, like my agent just showed up on the shoot and it must've been the photographer that called because I didn't reach out. I was trying to be strong. I was trying to do the best I could for this client, even though my legs were going numb and (laughs) I was like dying. Um, So I think the photographer must have like sent him a message saying, you know, this this you, you got to get down here so my agent yeah. showed up so was this I have a question yeah. was this like in the mountains or was this no like, where okay was this? so let me let me clarify when I say snow because I'm, you guys are probably thinking that I'm like knee deep in in the snow I'm thinking you're in the Alps no, somewhere no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah no, no it was a city let me clarify it was snowing but it wasn't like knee deep in the Alps or anything like that um, yeah I was in a city of beautiful European city and it uh-huh. was snowing down upon us very angelic like you know it was it was beautiful like honestly the creative direction and and the shots were stunning yeah. they were what gorgeous. was the location like it was a city uh city streets okay. um beautiful you so you were shooting lingerie in city streets mm-hmm. while in a big I'm, I'm guessing this is a big European city it's yes. like actually yes. a cosmopolitan city yeah. okay cool mm-hmm. So you're shooting lingerie in on the streets of this like cosmopolitan city, and it's snowing. Like it's, it's there's like snow on the ground. It's white. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. wow. So mm-hmm. and the flakes are coming down thing, into my hair. I mean, it was gorgeous, just painful. <laughs> yes. And were there people walking by watching this phenomenon? Yeah. So um, the photographer is really a. Incredible. He's amazing. He's quite known, actually. And um, he was very, very good at location scouting. Okay. He was 
excellent at location scouting. Now, to say there was no people would is, would not be true. There was people, and they would stop and watch and, you know, all that stuff. And it was obvious a production going on, so it wasn't like yeah. – it wasn't an uncomfortable, like, I'm just standing outside in lingerie and people staring at me. But when right. we get to the second worst job <laughs> that I'll tell you about, that's a different and also lingerie client. Um, wow. And there was cops involved with that one. So, um, but yeah, this one, the, he was very good about finding beautiful locations that had the kind of backdrop that we were looking for, that, that beautiful city backdrop with the snow that didn't have a lot of people. And of course, it's freezing. So it's like people weren't just out enjoying the day. I mean, I just feel so much compassion for you because I know exactly what it's like to be cold and you're not actually wearing lingerie. Like you're wearing a sweater and jeans and Mm. you're cold and whatever. But I cannot imagine to be standing in lingerie uh, and in the snow being cold and having like people walk by and be like, Oh my God. <laughs> like it, it's just, I, I it's, Oh, I, I cannot, I, yeah. It makes me just like respect you so oh, much, thank you. so much. I mean, I already respect you, but it makes me respect you so much more. Um, I but mean, okay. So kudos to my uh, makeup artist though, because every time the camera like came down, to look and make sure he's getting the shot, she would run over with a robe and wrap her arms around me and Aww. hold me so tight until he said, okay, we're shooting again. And then she'd disappear really quick and go click, 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 and then run over and wrap me up again with the robe. Wow. Yeah. She was awesome. Wow. So did you take breaks? Did you like walk into, was there like, I'm guessing there was a bus that you could no, walk into? No. What? No, that's what I'm telling you. I, I'm not a stranger to shooting in the cold, but you have a bus or a car or a studio. Exactly. So this, you, time, so this job didn't even have a bus. So where it had you a, changing? It had a studio, but we would ah, walk okay. to the shooting location, and then we'd ah. shoot and then go back to the studio and change. But each shot, this is campaign. This isn't catalog. You know, This is like we're getting the shot. We're taking time yeah. on each individual shot, and we're going to make sure we have the best of the best before we change to the next outfit. Damn girl. So it wasn't. It was hard. Um, I I don't know what hypothermia feels like. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I wouldn't be surprised if I didn't get close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> this just sounds. I'm I'm so sorry, and um, I feel like there needs to be a new rule in the industry if the models in lingerie on the street and it's yeah. knowing the photographer, the assistant, everybody needs to be in lingerie. On the Real street. quick though, I'm just having a thought. <laughs> Like, I was 18, mm-hmm. and at no point did I stand up for myself. At no yeah. point was I like, this is ridiculous. I need a half an hour break in a warm area after every shot. Yeah. You know, why, well, like, why, why don't we do that for ourselves? Because you know? we're trained. I think that in a lot of ways, models are trained to, like, keep their voice inside because mm-hmm. you feel like you, you know, it's like it, you're not, like, being – this is going to sound so radical, um, but it's some of it, you know, it's, it's how I feel. It's my opinion. Like not everybody has to agree with this, but I feel like you really, you don't get hired for an opinion. Like you don't get hired, you know, for, um, what you think about the world and how you feel and things like that. And so in a lot of ways, we sometimes feel like we have to separate, um, our modeling self, Mm -hmm. you know, from Mm -hmm. our human self. And, and I think, not saying not saying how we feel 
is um, a way of us trying to conform, right? Yeah. So we're like trying to conform to this model idea. Like every model does this. You know, I've had conversations with um, models that have gone to a casting and people have asked them to like, uh, come outside in their in their uh, lingerie and they were maybe not bikini ready or whatever and they still did it because they mm-hmm. just felt like I have to do this if I want to be a model it's like yeah. this image right that we have and I think that is something that we really that I'm hoping that we can really change like is yeah. um, really and truly like I want everybody to find their voice and if it's if a job is is making you lose your voice um, maybe it's not worth it right yeah. I don't know. Like it's it's just it's just like an interesting. Like I've had so many amazing jobs where I felt like I had a voice and I could very comfortably talk with everybody, and that does exist. Um, more so in my in in my later um, in my later years than than in the beginning of yeah. modeling. Oh yeah, you can't um, freeze me now. That's not happening. Like twenty exactly, years in the business, exactly. forget it. Like you're, it's <laughs> not happening. <laughs> hashtag you can't freeze me now. <laughs> Um, yeah, but so, so yeah, it's so true. Um, I just think that we, it it takes like such a long time for us to like really and truly find our voice. Mm -hmm. And we're like, so when we start modeling, we really, we fall in love with this idea and this job and we really buy into this idea of what modeling is to us and we try and condition ourselves yeah um, and and conform yeah and conform ourselves and constantly you're constantly conditioning yourself as a model really and truly and trying to reinvent yourself and trying to be the the it you know the it person pro athlete of of you're in of this exactly. industry, you know, and we do exactly. in a lot of ways. Like, I think the only reason I survived the time that I did for that, I, you know, I started when I was 13. By the time I was doing this shoot at 18, I, like I said, had been no stranger to the cold. It had been years of conditioning and becoming what my idea of a pro model is. Exactly. Um, but it's still like, it gets, there is a fine line to where you're a professional and where it becomes like inhumane. Mm-hmm. And the great news here is you are, it's, it's actually your idea. Mm-hmm. It's no one else's idea of what a pro model is. It's the story that you've made yourself believe, right? Yeah. So you, you've kept telling yourself these things. This is what I have to do. To, in order for me to be this, I have to do this. And you keep believing, you keep believing these things. I mean, sorry, you keep uh, repeating these things to yourself until you believe the, the story. You make the scenario in your head, you make the story in your head, and then you, and that's how you condition yourself, like without anybody even saying a word. And the reason you didn't say anything when you were in that situation was because you were trying to be the idea that you've created this, this, um, scenario, this story that you've created in your head, you were trying to be that. Mm-hmm. And you weren't being you weren't being vocal about it with anybody. You weren't talking to, to anybody about it. And that's um, what is more upsetting mm-hmm. because a lot of people feel the same exact way. But we don't have this conversation. Same <laughs> thing with me going to castings and seeing how, you know, scared, excited, like um, how people were, were um, preparing for these kind of things yeah. or even the stuff that I went through. It's just like it's it's a way for us to like protect ourselves but sometimes it's good to have the conversation because the conversation is what makes you what makes it not such a big deal yeah like yeah yeah I think there's also another downward pressure that comes from um you know this was this was a very high paying campaign yeah you know yeah 
and I had to beat out, not beat out, but I, I was chosen for this campaign out of hundreds of girls. I also think there's like a downward pressure that, that comes onto you to push yourself further when you're dealing with something that's like a large campaign with a large amount of money. Um, and when you knew you had, you were, we say competing, but you're really not competing, right? We've talked about that before, but I was chosen out of hundreds of girls for this campaign. So there was this pressure of, I have to do the, like the best of the best. High level performance. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I get it. That's really important that you said that. But so your agent shows up on the shoot and Mm -hmm. what happens? Well, they had this conversation in another language. I have no idea what was said. Um, But the storyboard, for lack of a better term, changed. Hmm. It was There was other shots that were planned for later in the day that were in, you know, like I said before, like in restaurants or um, one of them was kind of like a lounge type place. Um, right. So it was basically the original storyboard was we're going to do all the outside shots and then in the evening, um, afternoon, evening, we'll do all the inside shots. And I think a lot of it had to do with light, right? Mm-hmm. The reason it was planned that way. But after my yeah. agent came, it was changed to outdoor shot, indoor shot, outdoor shot, indoor shot. Okay. So it became Amazing. a lot. Yeah. Otherwise, Amazing. it wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to finish. I, it, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Um, and I think that's what people don't realize most of the time. It's like if you don't treat the model well, mm-hmm. you're not going to get good photos. That's just how it is. Yeah. Treat us well and don't freeze us. It's <laughs> true. That feed that's the model movement. It. That is, that is yeah. a movement. feed the freaking model. Like seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We are here to answer any of your questions and would love to engage with you. Uh, If you have any questions or would like more information about this podcast or maybe have a chance to speak about your experience on this podcast, please reach out to us. Our email is info at model-light.com.